Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Be fair, I was muted and I started this like Burnley just ended their last game. Um, I would have loved to come on here with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement. Can't wait to get your comments on this one, guys, because this this is a massive result. Um, Burnley, a capitulation again. You know, we went 3-0 down in the space of what, we're at seven minutes or something at Chelsea. And then I know we had to chase the game, but again, the same worrying thing of when we let a goal in, it is just panic stations. Uh, I'm going to get you guys in. If you are on your way home from Brentford, uh, I will put the link in the chat, actually. Then if you just copy that and put it into a Google, uh, then I should be able, and on, there we go, invite, copy, and then put that in here. Oh, there we go. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to read your comments out in a minute, guys. But if you want to join in, this is the falling show that we want it to be like a radio station. Uh, so you come in and you tell us what you like, what you didn't like, what you think should be changed. I want to hear if you're on the way home. I want to see if you've been watching it on TV like myself at home. 
I want to hear anything that you've got on an opinion on what we need to change. So Burnley fans, is it time to press the Joe's version of the panic button? Because he says that quite a lot. I want to know your opinions. I've got Jared already joining us. Thank you very much to Jared. He's in the back room. I'm going to bring him in in a minute. Before I do that, I'm just going to read out some of the comments. Uh, I'll try and start from the top as where I can. Uh, Jay Schmidt, 100% blame on Dice today. How Westwood and McNeil played a full 90 minutes, I'll never know. Uh, absolute must-win game. They keep him in one mistake, one save, yeah, to be fair. Shambles. Colin sending off, messes up. I can't disagree with that. Corne already looks fed up with having to, uh, the ball hoof forward. Well, I don't one of them. That's, that's the job that he's got, unfortunately. Uh, who's the ball into the corners? What is going on? I won't read out because I got told off. No sound. I know, mate. I've got it. I've, I've sorted it. I'm sorry. Um, good friend Robert has put absolute long ball hoofing, no passing. There was times of passing, I must admit. I, I, I was quite excited from playing it out from the back. Tarky driving forward. There are some positives that I will go into, but there's a lot more negatives. So, unfortunately, guys, it might have come across as a bit of a negative. If you want to get on, guys, join in with the link that is here. Just copy that and put that into your browser and it will direct you. And then I will bring you in and you give us your opinions. But we'll start today's call in, if you will, with Jared. Elvis, how are you doing, my friend? Hello. I'm all right. How are you? Uh, well, I've been better, mate. What did you think of that? Let's take your opinion on that game first. Oh, man, that's so frustrating. It was Brentford. The frustrating thing is Brentford weren't even that great. And it was just two teams just scrapping and just trying to find a win because both teams need it, especially us more than men. And I don't understand. We spoke about this in the past, and obviously a few people have mentioned this, but that hoofball, it wasn't working. And what... And I like Val, but we've got a six foot six striker who doesn't use his head. He can't hit a ball, really. And it's why we're still hoofing the ball to him when you don't think things like that in Corny. And then he takes Val off, which I'd rather have taken Corny off because Corny was literally offering not much. And then it's just the most frustrating thing. And then you think you're going to get somewhere. You know what I mean? We had some good chances in that sense of getting forward. You know, we've got a few corners, but we did jack shit with them. Sorry for swearing. We did absolutely nothing with them. And I'm just like, no, it's so frustrating. You know what? I couldn't summarise it better myself, mate. I think you, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's a really good thing. Uh, there's so many positives to sort of talk about as well. So I've got a cough, guys, if you keep coughing. Tarky. Tarky <coughs> played well. Give Tarky to you. Tarky played exceptional. Now, I know there were a few errors that put him in a position where he had to make that exceptional tackle. However, he was playing on the left side. He's obviously not familiar with that. You can see that with the miscommunication yeah. at times between him and Charlie Taylor. If he's on the right side, these little mistakes that are happening at the minute, I don't think would happen as much. Uh, but Tarky's defensive blocking, he was in the way of absolutely everything. And Robbie Lindsay's put Tarky wasn't exceptional. I'm, I don't know the stats. I haven't got the stats in front of me. But if we get the stats up, I would love to see how many shots they had that were blocked because 90% of them must have been blocked by Tarky. He was in the way of everything. We had a goal line clearance, uh, that header uh, where yeah. we cleared it. And it where were we? I, I know that's... There was that one little mistake, wasn't there, when he went to head the ball out and obviously he didn't do it properly, which I think he did something similar, didn't he, the other week? It was the same kind of thing, you know, rather than just... I think he, had, well, he tried to pass it out when he should have just booted it. Uh, there was something similar happened the other week, but it's only a tiny little mistake. I know he can lead to a goal, but he did it. And I thought, out of the defence, he was the strongest one. And I know we spoke about this in the past, like Roberts, don't get me wrong, he's a decent player, but them crosses keep coming in. And even on their first goal, um, it didn't cause Oaks and then he just stood there and then it was down to Lennon who's 
like the same height as you probably to try and head the ball out. It's just not going to work. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, that's a great point. I want to come back to this. Now, I've looked at stats previously to this. Obviously, I'm in both camps with Lawton and Roberts, so I can't be too opinionated. But the, the ball did come in again from Roberts, cross from Ericsson. I mean, can you give Ericsson, a player of that quality, that much time? Absolutely not. No. No. I'm just going to bring in a couple of tweets, Jared. Uh, I can't put them on the screen because... I'm just going to read them out. Under I'm just following yeah. the Twitter Clarence hashtag. So we got Alistair. Alistair, uh, relegation 100%. Dash gets it wrong, all wrong today. The biggest game of the season. He, he won't drop uh, Dwight McNeil and Westwood for some reason. Um, he brings Weghurst off. Shout football. Shout result. <laughs> uh, won't call for Dash to be sacked. But what does he offer? Well, to be fair, mate, I'm reading that out there. I don't know what else you're calling for. He's saying you're not calling for him to be sacked, but what does he offer? It's crap. He's doing everything wrong. Um, yeah, he didn't get it right today. The, the formation, what frustrates me is I can have my opinion on this and I can't often say it, uh, but there's certain players that I should think are instrumental at the minute and we need that. Do you remember that season where Tom Eaton came back in the net, for example, and then yeah. things started to shift, things started to change. Certain points in the season, you need that experience. Uh, and you need that player that's just going to say, right, let's just calm it down, let's start again. How many comments I've read today saying about us being nervous, um, it's shocking, really. It, it, we don't, we don't nervous, but it come across that way. Yeah, we don't literally have that player. The only person you could say from experience of like that is Lennon, because he's been in the Premier League for a long time. But I wouldn't say he's that kind of captain of, you know, to calm everyone down. Yeah, Um Dash never has a plan B, and four four two isn't the way. From two different comments, there, absolutely agree with a no plan B. Four four two works for us. It's kept us up this thing. We've had great success with it. We've even qualified for Europe with four four two. So I'm not going to criticize four four two too much, but I am going to criticize the lack of a plan B, Jared. Yeah, I think as well. I don't understand. Like I know he dropped Cork, but then it was supposed to be because he's resting him because he played like three games and or whatever it was. But then why is he not come back in? I don't understand it. Because yeah. I think if we had Cork in the midfield today, it probably possibly would have been a different game. It's just that more that is that calming factor probably, and that's why we saw better results when Cork was playing in the midfield because he probably had that calming factor over everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm just going through again. Obviously, I am only going to find negative uh, things today. So we've got as bad as it gets. Someone's tweeted that Peter. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you know. It, Neil Christopher, lots of people saying we're going down. Uh, we need to keep Dash. Why? So he can re-sign Westwood and Leden, give, it, uh, give him Barnes minutes, keep him pretending that Rodriguez isn't up to it. Christ knows what Pace is thinking. So to be fair, um, <laughs> there is 10 players out of contract. Dash is going to have to rebuild a whole new team and keep some of these people. Um I can't remember exactly who's out of contract. I know Jack Cork's one of them that's out of contact. Right? Yeah, Ben Mee. Ben, ben Mee's out, innit? Because uh, Tarke. But I know obviously Tarke's leaving anyway, innit? And then obviously, uh, I think Vidge was out of contract as well, you know? Yeah, going on to the Jay Rodriguez. I want to hear your comments, guys. Let me know. Also, let me know where you're watching. I've just seen someone saying they're up at 9.20am in California to watch this and we need to cheer them up. I'm desperately trying to do that, mate, because I'm trying to cheer myself up, trying to cheer the world up. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility for a, a tiny little podcast in Burma. But I will try my best, my friend. Uh, Jay Rodriguez should not, and for me, he should not have been dropped, and he should not be getting li as little time as he's getting. Um, 
Swapping in for Vegas, I wasn't 100% sure of it. However, we did look far more threatening attacking when it worked like that. But I don't know. Corner for me, he's, too, he's looking. I don't know what your opinions are. And I want every single person that's watching this to give me a comment and, and give me a yes or a no or a, I like him or I don't like it. I don't care how little or how big it is. I want you to describe to me what your thoughts are on Maxwell Corner at the minute. Uh, irrelevant to the first part of his uh, Burnley career, I'm talking this 2022, since he's returned from AFCON, what are your opinions at the minute of Maxwell Corner? Jared, I think I delayed long enough there. It's all right. So I think, you know what's funny? Like They were saying this on the commentary and stuff, and uh, saying that he's just a completely different player. It's just weird. There's just so much changed. I don't know what it is. Uh, but since he's come back from AFCON, he just doesn't seem the same corner. Has he been found it. out? That's a short time to be found out, though, isn't it? Have other clubs had thought, actually, we need to give this guy a little bit more attention? Mm, good point. You know, there, there were think... a lot of doubling up today, but then that should mean that someone's free uh, to, to benefit mm. from that, but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll just read out some of the think... comments. Go on, Jared. I'm oh, sorry. I was saying, do you think when he signed, he thought, right, this is you know, Premier League football, you know, Burnley, decent team, Pierce has probably sold him the dream. And then he's actually got here and Dash is like, right, you need to do up this, 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 this. And he's like, this is not what I planned for. No. Corne uh, is not a Burnley type of player. I'm going to ask for you to expand on that. What what do you mean by that? Um, I, I, I kind of know, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, he is not a winger. He's a winger, not a striker. Waste of a player up the top. Corne uh, will come good. He looks sharp, but he is still learning to play as a striker. Uh, oh, I've clicked the wrong button there. What's this one? 55th day, he's getting into the right positions. Uh, corner one on one, uh, lacked conviction on the shot. Uh, corner is being played in the wrong position, so this is two or three that are saying that. Dash to go, uh, yeah, okay, I think that's a job. Um, he created the chance chasing the back pass, but fluffed it in the finish. Uh, yeah, no, keep and I'll read one more. We've got he's not a striker, maybe playing in a different position. His goals and performances come from out wide. So, how many people there? I can't remember, but a lot of you saying that he's not playing in his position. So, what is our ideal starting lineup? And we're going to start at the top. Who is the first two that you think that you need to put on that score sheet? Uh, to, sorry, on that team sheet to get as a goal. Who is the first two, the, the strikers? We're going to start up top. Uh, Jared, I'll start with you. Go on. Well, it's not the uh, easiest one. Although I said to you, then when it said about Barnes coming back, I thought, right, this. I know obviously people have different opinions on him, but I'm like, he does offer a bit of something, but he's not even getting any time. He literally comes on for three minutes. I know he had a bad injury, uh, but even if he got a bit more time, he still could possibly offer something. But to me, it'd probably be Jay and Valt. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, he should have scored. Uh, the one-on-one, -on -one, different conversation if that goes in from Robert. Absolutely different conversation. Because if he scored that, we wouldn't have folded like we did. Uh, we need to stop mm. that cross coming in. I can't keep stressing about it. It's not just this game. It's numerous, numerous games. Mm. These crosses... It was games. Arsenal as well, wasn't it? Arsenal, Man the Arsenal United, game, every... Liverpool. Um, even the uh, Brighton game that we won convincingly. It was it was still yeah. happening quite a lot. Um, so, and Leicester. Yeah. Jay and Val, Jay and Val, Jay and Val. I agree. Completely has to be Jay Rodriguez up front. I don't know what you're thinking, mate. I'm not manager. I'm not getting paid tens of thousands a week to make these decisions. 
But from my point of view, in my little room, watching it on my little telly, it seems so obvious that Jay Rodriguez needs to start. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, who's your midfield then, Jared? Because obviously we're starting at the minute with Westwood and Brownhill. And we've got Lennon on the right and Dwight McNeil on the left. Now, Dwight McNeil coming into a lot of criticism at the minute. Who is your midfield for? You know what? I keep Lennon, you know, surprisingly. I can't, he's not really done anything wrong. You know what I mean? He's had some pretty decent games. So I, have, I keep Lennon on. Um, and then I want it be Cork and Brownell, just because that seemed to match a lot better, didn't it, really? Yeah. In the short term of Cork being back in the side. And then. To be honest, who else have we really got? You've either, like people say about um, Corney, so you're either only going to put Corney and McNeil because obviously everyone else is sort of injured really, aren't they? Or, yeah. you'd, which has been mentioned before when it's all mentioned about Roberts moving forward and then putting Matt back in, right back. But really, you're probably going to keep McNeil and um, Lennon because we've got really no one else, have we? No, so we've got people saying Lennon, Court, Brownell, Corney, so that he's dropping... Uh... McNeil, we've got Cork, Brown, and Len Corner again. Uh, Westwood looks lost without Wood. Do you know what? Certain players fit, <coughs> excuse me, certain players fit certain tactics with when there's other players in the team around them. I've said this before that, you know, like when David Jones was in the Burnley squad and, and he used to get a lot of criticism for going backwards and left. And at the end of the day, we went 23 undefeated in that. And it gives other people freedom to do what they do because they know that they've got the comfort mm. of him. We know this about Ben May when he's playing. It gives people security to be able to go up the pitch because you know you've got Ben Mee of your left. So if you miss it, there's all, more often than not, he's going to get it for you. Uh, is Westwood missing his mate, so to speak? That's a real possibility. I think it's a good little shout that. Um, Vegos, as good as he looks as a footballer, is a completely different type of footballer to Chris Wood. He comes short, he wants it to his feet, he hates it anything above his shoulders, and you can see his frustration. He, he, he doesn't mind jumping down the team's throat if he thinks that they're not done good enough. Um, not always a good thing, though, in my opinion. It does, you know... I you've think got that to... proved it today, though, didn't it? Sorry. Yeah. No, you're um, right, Just Because it was just hoofball all the time, and it's just not working, but no one's changing anything, and that's the frustrating thing. Someone said here, yeah, what about pushing Taylor forward and start Peters when he's back? What happened, though? You know what? This is what we're saying about Roberts and Lawton. They're both good players, but in different roles. But I think Lawton defensively mm. is more sure. Uh, I think Roberts, you know, he does bring something going forward. I think Lawton also can offer that, though. Um, it's just the way Dash was yeah. playing with Wood. Now we've got Vegas. You'd like to think that maybe he could show a different style of his football. Let's see. Uh, so my midfield four would be um, Lennon on the right at the minute. But... It's a close one between Lennon and I'll try McNeil. So it's between them two. And then I'd have Cork and Brownhill. And then I'd have Corny on the left. So at the minute, it's Lennon, Westwood, Brownhill, McNeil, uh, McNeil, Corny. So yeah, that's my thing. Then you've got your back four. Now we have the next game. This is an interesting one. This is where it gets a bit tasty. Ben Mee might not be back. Eric Peters might not be back. You've got Matt Lawton, who is standard of right back. You've got uh, Phil Barsley. You've got Kev Long. You've got, well, no, Jimmy Dunn's gone now, hasn't it? Who else have you got? I'm trying to think. There's that young lad, weren't there? Um, there was a young lad on the bench, weren't there? Before. Yeah. I, I forget his name. Sorry, Anyone in the chat, yeah. come on, let me know what's silly. Get it in there for me. As Man United are walking out to Old Trafford on my right hand side on the TV, 
Uh, Ronaldo is back. So there you go. A bit of an update for you there. Uh, so who is your back four, Jared? You've got to pick four. And Collins and me may not. We'll say me is not available. Yeah. Um, may I have Matt back as right back? Yeah. Personally, I think defend, just defensively, like you say, I think he's better than Roberts, personally. Um, and then, obviously, Tarke. Um, absolutely. And then it is that. That is the hardest part now. He's like, who are we going to give that? Because obviously, Collins can't play. And then me, so out. The only thing what I, he might, Bobby Thomas, right? The only thing I can think he might do is he'd end up pushing, like, Roberts in the centre-back. He'll do something a bit wacky. Or he put Bardsley in or something. You know, like he's done in the past when we had Bardsley and Matt at right-back and left-back. It was, like, the most randomness. Um and to be honest, I think it's a set like I'm a big fan of Taylor, I'm Charlie Taylor. I think he's absolutely fantastic. But again, it's some little changes what have happened, like with Peters um, obviously being injured, where we just things seem to have just gone a bit lackluster again. Absolutely. He's, such a, he's such a hard. Can you hear music in my background? Because I think my neighbours have just put loud music on. Hopefully, you can't hear it. Guys. If you can hear it, let me know because it'll cut it off the stream and we don't want to do that for afterwards. Um, yeah, so my centre, my sort of, I think I would go Lawton, I would go Tarke. I'd try and play Tarke on the right, though. As good as I thought he were today, the mistakes he were made seem to be from just not being used to being on that left-hand side with Charlie Taylor. I'd have Kev Long at the minute because for all his sort of airs and graces and, and, and what he is, when he does come in, I always think, you know what, he actually done quite a good job. So I'm going to go with Long and then I'm going to go... Charlie Taylor on the left. However, I'm going to throw it out there. And again, I've got, I, this is me being honest. Charlie Taylor, you can see how unfit he is today. You, you can see he needs a few more weeks yet till he gets back to his best. But yeah, for me, Tarky and Long next. Um, who's the next game? Uh, Man City. Man City. So Man City's not till April. So Ben Mee should be back for that. So if he's not... We've got I'm three weeks. Back. Three weeks, isn't it? Yeah, so let's, let's say Ben Mee's not back. I'm going that. What's your guys? Let me have a... Let me have yours in now. I'll read them out as quick as I can. Uh, play three. Tarks, Lawton, Taylor across the back. Uh, okay, okay. That's a different one. If Dash plays a back three, I think I'll give you my season ticket next year, mate. Um, Richardson should 100% be getting a look at. Not even, Do you know what? I don't think Richardson's here. I think I've had this conversation before. and I think Is he not injured? Is he out on loan? I thought he was injured. Or he just is, come is back he from injured? Yeah, he didn't have a bad ankle injury. Something, there's a reason he's not here. I think yeah. me and you had this conversation with Matt about him in the cup. I think I mean, we were having a conversation, one of the players, about uh, in the cup, like, oh, what, how was he getting on? And he's like, and I remember something being the reason why he's not playing at the minute. Uh, yeah. Oh, James, I was on the bench, so he must be just coming back. I, fe I feel like I'm a bit mad of. Um, heard a story that he was injured and he's been injured all year so maybe he's just coming back from that one and if he is amazing uh hopefully he gets a bit of a run out soon so yeah and then you've got poor pet poppy pulled off a worldy save in that first half what a save that was took a little deflection from ericsson's shot tipped it wide um could he have done anything with the goal there was cross from ericsson headed back across from tawny could he have done anything with that have i lost you Oh, sorry. It's like right. a weird uh, cut out then. 
Don't worry. Right, the first, I've got two questions about Nick Pope, and they both relate to the goal. The first goal, though, whip in from Ericsson, nodded back across from Ivan Tony, goes to the keeper's right. Could Nick Pope have done anything about that goal, or do we just have to take his hats off and say fair play? That's to me, you can, there's nothing you can really do about that. Um, I don't, um, yeah, I just. Joe Red's going to come on. I'm just sending yeah, him the link. So do us a favour. Um, um, and even the penalty, he was not looking up to get his answer to the penalty. He, so here's my second question. And I want you guys in the comments to be as honest as you can be for me. Nick Pope, on that second goal, was there an opportunity to save Collins from being sent off by Nick Pope coming out on the heavy touch? There was a heavy touch. And then Nick Port retreated. Mm. Collins gave it uh, half a chance to get back. Uh, and then straight away, we're already in this. I think Paul might have even written this before the question came out on there. Port should have come out for the second one pen. If Port comes out for that, you've got rid of the red card. You've got rid of the penalty. Mm. Um, and you've still got three minutes to try and... God knows how that. We all know one shot start the whole game. But you still got a chance. <laughs> um, Roberts, Tarky and Taylor... On the in the back three, I presume you're meaning. Would you not? Would you genuinely you're going to play two wing backs in a back three? I've, I'm not having that one, John. I'm sorry, but uh, um, Joe Red should be here any minute. Hopefully, he is. So yes, yeah, so Nick Pope for me should have saved the 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 problem. I won't say should have saved it, but he should have come out and collected the second yeah. one, or at least put the striker in a position where he he's not going to get it. He's going to have to go wide and, and, and do something else and give his Centre backs time to get back into a position to hopefully make the save. That's my opinion on Nick Pope's uh, thing. See, that's World a good point. That's a good point because if you look at quite a few of the chances Brentford had, as soon as they got closed down, they didn't have a clue what to do with it. So, yeah, again, but... and do you think as well, sorry, um, that you know, when obviously Collins got sent off and obviously the penalty, do you think it looked worse than what it actually was the way he just lunged and rolled like a tackle? Like you know what? Yeah, it, I think it's looked worse. Rolling. I want another serious question: Is that ever a red card? I know he was the last man, and, he, and you're going to say that he was stopping a goal-scoring opportunity. But how many penalties are given away when they're just about to take a shot and they've tried to nick the ball, and it's just a yellow card and a penalty? Mm. I feel like a red card and a penalty for that when it wasn't necessarily a challenge; it was a chance to get the ball, and he didn't get it, and he bundled him over. I don't think it was deliberate as a foul. I think it was a genuine opportunity to get the ball. I'm not convinced that was a red card, but by the letter of the law, he's the last man, so... Yeah. Uh, Ryan Collins, sure, Richardson got a bad injury. I think he did. Um, mm. Pope should have come because it was a heavy touch uh, by Tony. No attempt on the ball, therefore red. That's interesting. Robbie thinks it's a definite red. Wasn't the last man. Taylor was central. Not a straight red from Paul. This is a good one. This was my thought. Double whammy on those red card and penalty. I don't know what happened to that rule, by the way. It's double jeopardy. Uh, where we get punished for two things, basically. And that rule just seemed to disappear as fast as it came in. I, I do want to say, though, I don't think it's a red card any day of the week. I think it's a... He's, he's had an opportunity. There's been an heavy touch. He's got himself into a position. Tony didn't even look like he was getting a shot away at one point. Um <clears throat> rules change if you attempt to get the ball it's only a yellow so this is where mm. you know the, the referees sort of opinion comes into play because like Jerry said 
is that ever a red card if he didn't fall on his back, for example, and tumble over the top? Yeah, it just looked, like you said, the way he went in, it just looked probably a lot worse than what it actually was. Uh, one second. I'm just going to send Joe this link and then we can get Joe right on for the last five minutes. Let us know in your comments, guys, what your opinions are of the game. Uh, do you think we are down? That's a big question of the day. Let me know what you think. Are we down? Is that result the end of Burnley's Premier League? Six years, I think it is straight. Is that the end of the Burnley yeah, Premier years. League? Is it the start of it? Is it the day? It's definitely a, one nail in the coffin, in my opinion. It's definitely one nail in. The only what thing what could help us... Go on. Sorry, go on, sir. I'll let you get that comment. Sorry. Or defending, we was never going to win after the goal. Uh, three weeks then, City. I oh, know, mate. Do you know what? That's, that's the worst thing. We have no bounce back for well over a month right now because the odds are getting a result at City. Mm. Embarrassing. Um, and then you've got... I can't remember the next game. Let me get the fixtures up here now. So good. Why you, Jared, distracts me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, what I was saying is the only positive thing for us is the fact that Leeds and Everton are so inconsistent. Um, yeah. That, that can only swing it for us. And we've still got a better goal difference. We've, was it, we've got, I know Everton have got, now got games in but even on Leeds, I think we've got a game in hand, two games in hand or something. So that's the only thing. But it shouldn't be down to other teams to start ballsing things up for us to stay up. That's a frustrating thing as well. But... If it, if it happens that way, because Leeds, like you say, they're in a bit of a free fall as well, aren't they? And they're only, what, is it two points from us? Yeah, well, before we go into the final part of the podcast uh, and live show, because this is streamed and recorded and put out later live as a podcast, um, I'm going to go on to James Smith. But if could everyone just press share, because we are doing this voluntarily, it is for a bit of fun. <clears throat> but it is a chance to get everyone's Burnley fan opinion across. So if you're a Burnley fan, press share. I might even do that old YouTube thing. If you're not a Burnley fan, then you won't press share. There you go. Have a bit of that. <laughs> um, we have the quality to survive, but Dash needs to sort his stack out. Now, the reason I've highlighted that one and left it on so long is because I'm going to read out the fixtures, right? Man City, 2nd of April. Anything can happen at Turf Moor, and I've always said that. Uh, we've beaten before. We've not beaten for a long time. We've kept them close many a time at Turf Moor. Uh, we've also been turned over, so let, let's see. I'm, I'm not writing City off, but let's just move that one aside. Uh, we're, not, we're not writing it off. <laughs> and then we've got Norwich away. Massive game. 2pm kickoff, so I'm going to guess yeah. that's a Sunday. Massive game. We need to win that. Um, I can't see anything other than relegation. I don't care. Then If we get beat there, we are down. Then we've got West Ham away. West Ham are up and down. Like I know they're doing well. They're having a great season, but people can go there and get a result. Wolves at home, we can do that 100%. Again, at Turf Moor, I can believe we can do anyone. Watford away, massively winnable game at the minute. And then we've got Villa, Spurs and Newcastle. So it's still well and truly in our hands, but we are running out of games yeah. as this comment at, uh, comes in at that time. We are. Uh, never say never, but uh, that was a massive opportunity to give us a fighting chance. Too much loyalty from Dad. Now, we've got Joe Redding. Now, I'm going to bring him in straight away because Joe Red's been at the game. He's been down in London. He is currently in the car on his way home. So, he has been there. He's felt it. He's feel, smelt it. He's, he's got all the um, adjectives, I'm sure, to tell us exactly what that was like. So, yes, Joe, how are you, my friend? I'm just going to read this. Thing. There you go. How are you, pal? 
Can you hear me? Yes, all good. Oh shit, mate. Wow. There's nothing more I can add apart from we were shit. We what all were so shit. Everything. Dice picked the wrong team. The players. All right. We had. A... Jesus crap! We nearly crashed. We nearly crashed. Um, Dash picked the wrong players. Um, fucking. We had a lot of the ball, but we did nothing with it. Same, same old story from the last two games. Awesome, great um, summary there. <laughs> um, I don't think we'll bring Jorah back on. I'll let him have a safe journey home. But yeah, that he, he was shit. In my opinion, to summarise the game, I don't know how we got beat. I never felt like we were getting beat at any point. Oh, go straight back in. There we go. Sorry. Sorry. We didn't crash. We didn't crash. We nearly crashed. We didn't crash. Um, I don't know. I don't know the last thing you heard, but uh, Dash picked the wrong team. The players on the pitch weren't good enough and then oh, oh shit Simon tell me Joe we've had, we've had this discussion I don't know if you've been uh, able to listen to us on the way home so far oh for God's sake that's the end of Joe I ain't bringing him back in Joe is gone <laughs> so I'm going to wrap it up there guys but if you think we're relegated give us a give us an R in the comments if you think we've got a chance um then I then say staying up because I think we've got a chance. I really do think we've got a chance to stay up. I'm not defeated by that uh result, but I am deflated by it. That's the that's the ending yeah. line I'm gonna leave you. I am not defeated but deflated as a birthday fan right now. Jared. No, I agree. It was just it just at points you're like, right, okay, we might get nick something or whatever. And then as soon as that first goal went in, and they were saying they're saying on the commentary like uh Brentford's majority of the goals like the last ten minutes and that line was like, right, that's it. And I was just again, I was just deflated, just like oh because I'm like, at least we're getting a point. I was like, right, I'll take the point happily. And then it was just right, oh, game over. And then the penalty just so I'm very, very deflated and like you said, just yeah. Just well, that's a good smart summary. It depends on which Burnley side turn up. Now, it's not just which side turns up, it's which side is put out. This is the point of the whole thing that we've said today. Not just what side turns up, what side is put out. And Ronaldo has just scored. It's 1 0 over at Old Trafford, 12 minutes in. Um, slim chance, but it's looking grimmer. Uh, like and subscribe, guys, like that one. Um, we have Norwich, Watford, Everton, Southampton as games that we. Oh, that's can... the point. Did you mention Villa as well? Because that, uh, um, that's gaming and yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the full time show, and it's two 0 There's been a, another goal. I think. Have I just lied? No, it's one 0 It's just a replay. <laughs> Is it two 0 <laughs> It's showing it a lot of times. If it isn't a goal, anyway, what a goal that were if it is the one. I think it's the one, but what a goal it was. Right, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. I will see you in a minute, Jared, and chat with you there. But, uh, yeah, give us a share, guys, and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.